Welcome to the Turbo Geeks Podcast, where dope people talk about dope topics. On today's episode, Quarantine Skills 2021. What did you do this past year for yourself and your mental health? I'm going to be sharing today what happened with me, what I fell into, what I fell out of, um, and then more questions to you. Did you pick up any new questions? I'm sorry. Did you pick up any new interests or new hobbies? I would love to know. Give me some feedback. I'll ask on social uh, so we can, you know, try to help out the actual audience of this pod. I want you involved as well. So, things I fell out of during the pandemic. I fell out of any sort of semblance of fitness for myself, being so concerned with what I was doing for a job, for income, what my partner was doing for a job, for income, since her job disappeared. Um, I was not too worried about fitness for myself because I've got pretty good genetics, number one. Number two, I think it's always been hard for me because I haven't had a coach uh, for a very long time. And that was just, you know, difficult to navigate for myself, especially when my concern was providing for all of my athletes who could now no longer come into the gym. We can save that discussion um, for another time, but that was some of the big things there. So another thing I fell out of was nutrition. You know, we ended up moving um, back home into Sheena's parents' house. So I haven't felt any responsibility to like set up food and all that stuff. Um, That said, because we weren't in control of it as much, we weren't making the choices we normally would and I think my current health is reflective of that but definitely something that we both want to handle sooner than later another thing we fell out of was watching movies just in general theaters have shut down and that was one of my favorite pastimes especially with some of my friends and not being able to go out anymore because these places are closed and you don't want to be in a closed room during a pandemic with a bunch of other strangers. It was uh, pretty difficult. I found that my, whether it was interest or my attention span, just sitting, the thought of sitting down for two hours watching something was just like not something I cared for, Uh, especially with all the other things taking priority in my life. So... I, you know, I'd rather chop it up into smaller pieces, like a TV show. Uh, th- those are a little more doable at the hour mark or what have you. Uh, 30 minutes. But for me, YouTube is still probably my most preferred method of entertainment because I've curated a ton of channels that I like that are regularly updated between fitness um, film essayists like Patrick Willems or Movies with Mikey, uh, Nerdwriter, channels like Wired, Vox, GQ, who am I, who am I 
I said wired already. Yeah, and, and specifically things like Vox has little uh, sub-categories, things like um, earworm, were really interesting. Uh, so picking that stuff up was was pretty good. And then, oh, I'm forgetting his name now. But he's been popping up in all of the channels that I'm liking. He is a dialect and accent coach for like the stars. But he would just break down like regional accents um, and then things of like what, what makes an accent like what they call like uh, RP in movies. So when you hear something like Game of Thrones, like why do they speak that way? Oh, it's the, the Queen's English kind of thing. But how do you break that down? What makes a good accent versus not a good accent? Uh, I will link all of his stuff when I find it. I think his name is Eric something. Uh, but he's done so much cool stuff in the past year. Just breaking it down, getting other dialect coaches to come in and share things. Like I, when I said regional, it'd be like, this is what the Northwest sounds like. Here's a specific accent from Missouri. And why does this seem, or, or here's one from Texas. And why does it seem very similar to one that is up in Alaska? Why do some people in Minnesota sound very similar to, you know, some eastern parts of Canada, which sound very similar to some, I don't know, southern part of Ireland or things like that. So really interesting stuff there. And I think it was more like trying to increase my knowledge banks rather than just watch like straight entertainment. That said, of course, I still had my versions of straight entertainment, uh, especially in this past year with a lot of the streaming channels uh, vying for your attention. Um, so yeah, shout out to some of those channels, uh, behind the scenes stuff, some of the discussion. One of my favorite channels is something called Behind the Screenplay. Uh, you should look it up. But then, obviously on the fitness side of things, you're, you're still seeing like CrossFit put out plenty of stuff. Um, Training Think Tank, which is one of my favorite channels and like groups within the CrossFit space. They're very active. Shout out to CPT. Um, still putting out great content there. And then finding somebody like a Garage Strength was really cool. And then the prominence and increased exposure of Ben Patrick, Knees Over Toes guy, and seeing some of his uh, protocols being shared, I think was, was pretty cool. And that's what I got there for the things that I fell out of during the pandemic. Things I fell into during the pandemic. I got back into skateboarding, but this has been like, I don't know. How old am I now? Who knows? Really old. Not really old. I should, I should take that back. But it's been, it's been quite some time. Uh, more than two decades or so since I was regularly rolling on wheels. And I think that was something that's been pretty fun trying to get uh, my daughter onto a skateboard as well. I bought her one for her birthday and so we've been trying to roll around. I'm trying to get her comfortable with more outdoor stuff since it's been a very lonely year for her. Um, 
that said, we decided to have another baby. So she's going to have a, a sibling very soon, like very soon. Um, so skateboarding, <laughs> going back to that, playing around with that and also like pulling out my long boards out uh, for like a proper skateboard, four wheels for flatland tricks. You can take it to a park, so on and so forth. Still trying to get my ollie back down clean so I can get back into some of the flip tricks as well as just like flatland stuff. I, I like messing around with that, watching uh, some pro skateboarders out there like uh, Andy Anderson, shout out Helmet Gang, uh, and all that stuff. Uh, just some, some cool things that you don't necessarily need to do and it's not like big and crazy because I'm older and I don't want to get hurt. So I'd rather just roll around and do cool tricks on flatland. Um, got into paddle boarding. She and his sister, Sophia, really liked getting into some of the water stuff. So as the weather turned for the summer, we ended up picking up a kayak and a paddle board and, and been trying to do that. And I've been treating that more as like a, you know, again, most of the listeners here probably know me through fitness. I, I do believe in the one to two times a week having some like long, slow efforts. That could be an easy jog. That could be a run or a hike. Um, that could be paddle boarding or kayaking. And just getting outside and spend, spending some time doing some low effort uh, stuff is, is really awesome. So trying to play some more with that kind of stuff and I need to do a better job of trying to like find new places and whatnot to, to paddleboard and maybe more people to paddleboard with now that more and more people are getting vaccinated. Shout out to my Pfizer fam, even though I've said it before and I'll continue saying it. I really wanted to get the Moderna just so that, you know, I got some of a uh, Dolly Parton power in me. Uh, another thing I got into during the pandemic was the process of washing vehicles, finding the chemical guys, uh, not just some of the stuff they put on YouTube and whatnot, but knowing and doing research, like they have like a weekend certification you can go to. Uh, trying to utilize their method of cleaning and whatnot. But it's it's one of these things that if you put in your time to learn some of their processes, and obviously they have product to sell, but it, more about the process of what's the order of operations when cleaning a vehicle, that there are plenty of people now who run their own businesses. We're just like, yeah, on the weekends, you drop your car off, I'll do a full clean. Uh, wax and shine interior stuff as well has uh, really piqued my interest. It's always been something that I found very fun and like we were just talking about uh, if, if you're doing everything with you know manually with sponges that's a workout too uh, with all the, the wax on wax off if you will movement patterns within that. So washing vehicles has been fun and you know we're coming up on another summer here so it's gonna be even bigger and yes my services are available uh but we'll have to figure all that stuff out with the schedule with the new baby coming up um and then one of the other big things that i got into during the pandemic was now collecting it's become an issue collecting trade paperbacks so we're talking comics here um 
if if you hear somebody talking about it, usually there's a weekly poll. Uh, on Wednesdays, that's New Comic Book Day, where single issues come out, and an issue is approximately like 20 pages or so. It just tells a couple of beats and a story, and then usually it'll take anywhere from four to maybe eight to ten issues to create a trade paperback. These are thicker books you might see in a in a proper like bookshop. Um, a lot of people this past year kind of looking into some of the older things because uh, bigger properties on like Disney Plus, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, WandaVision coming out. So now everyone's looking back towards some of the old comics that influence some of these storylines, like the, uh, the Vision story from uh, Tom King is a big one. Um, all new Falcon is another big one, but it's it's seeing that kind of stuff pop up, which was pretty cool. And then knowing that, yeah, I wanted to collect some of these as well. I have a ton of single issues. I still have a weekly list that I'll go pull, but then I bag and board them, which essentially means after I read them, take the digital code off the back, then I will put them in a storage bag, and then that bag goes into a box so that I can justify my need to collect things, but also, you know, hand those off to my kids down the line. Um, but the trade paperbacks are a little cleaner and it's a completed story. So generally these come out uh, like at the end of a run. So a story could take, you know, six issues, 12 issues, or like any sort of multiple of those uh, to complete itself and then a volume, a trade paperback, TPB would come out and that would have that, that particular like storyline with a, a beginning, middle and end there. Seeing and picking up a lot of those are really fun, but then, you know, if it's a current running comic, you're gonna have to wait six months to a year for the next trade to come out. Um, which isn't as fun, but you know, that's what it is. And it's just balancing these stories. And I guess while I said earlier, I'm not really into the movies and stuff right now because that requires you to sit down and have all this time. I think comics have been something a little more fun for me, especially when I'm commuting and I've got a lot of like downtime at the gym and whatnot. It's just reading that way is a little more fun for me. Um, with the visual things because I'm such a visual person so it's a nice release uh, and break from reality in that way um, I'm I'm reading a ton from Marvel especially their current X-Men run and all the related stories within there shout out to Jonathan Hickman who is the his title is quote unquote the head of X in this new new version of it and and maybe Sooner than later, if you're trying to like learn and see what's going on there, see if you want to get into it, maybe I'll have a pod with somebody else, some other uh, comic fan right now to just discuss what's been happening there and what all this stuff currently means because more than likely you're going to see some stuff reflected in the Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, and it could possibly be when they're ready to introduce the X-Men and the mutants, it maybe reflects the current run that we're seeing right now. Um, 
but I, I will say that when I look at my shelf, it's actually not all Marvel. I have a lot of comics from Image. I don't really buy a lot of DC stuff. They put out a ton of great content through animated and things like that. So it's just like one of these comics that I don't necessarily like read often. Um, folks like Geek History Lesson, that's a podcast, Jason Inman and uh, Ashley Victoria Robinson, they, they end up doing a lot of the, here's the stories that you missed. So I'll, I'll read my stuff there. Uh, otherwise, everything else has been, and what I'm finding more interesting is a lot of the image comics. So Jonathan Hickman, the guy who's currently running X-Men, had a great story um, and great comic called East of West and very much like a sci-fi Western kind of thing. Um, Bitterroot has been awesome. Ice Cream Man has been weird and terrifying and like exily six. What do you call it? What do you call it? Existentially dreadful. Uh, <laughs> would be a nice way to kind of say it if I could say the word. And then the big one is probably Invincible, which is seeing a resurgence because you found this comic from, you know, the 2000s that has been now adapted into a TV show for Amazon Prime with a fantastic cast, a voice cast. Um, and because of its popularity, it just finished its first season. Uh, now people are trying to get into the graphic novels or the comics. And I, I lucked out with a windfall of getting the entire series, the entire run, which is almost 20 trade paperbacks. Uh, some of those trade paperbacks, obviously, when the, the run is long enough, will also be condensed into something called like a compendium and then ultimately something like an omnibus. But now you're looking at a book that costs $100 or more. Um, I was able to get the entire story, which is pretty awesome. I have not done reading it. I'm probably on volume 17, uh, but it's a great story and I, I like it a lot. Um, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of different things. Obviously the adaptation for the show is different from the actual comic, but the comic is, is pretty good. All right. Uh, that all said, that's kind of what I've been up to this past year some of the main things I've been taking up a lot of my time. Podcasting was obviously something that I didn't even get into back into before the pandemic was, I definitely should have. I got a lot to say. There are a lot of things we can cover, but, uh, we're here now. So shout out to you, the listener, shout out to the Reddit comics codes. If you want to get into some comics, a lot of Marvel, really it's all Marvel. Marvel Comics, each individual issue will have a code on the very back with a sticker you peel off. And so if a comic, an individual issue of a comic is about five bucks, people will then go sell that from anywhere from like 25 cents to like $2, depending on the, how recent the issue is, if it's a new story, if the code's about to expire, all this stuff. Uh, So shout out to those folks, as well as the rest of the internet for providing a lot of things to do during the past year. Uh, But anyways, just another short one this week. 
just to talk about, you know, what what I've been up to this past year. And really, I want to I want to hear what you have been doing this past year. What have you been up to? What interests uh, came out of nowhere? What are you looking forward to now that more and more people are getting vaccinated and the CDC is saying like, hey, look, you don't have to mask up as much. You can go back to to living life um, and navigating the world where there are people who don't believe in that. And what are we doing to protect those who are susceptible to sickness and the coronavirus? Like kids who cannot get the vaccine yet, like my daughter, right? Uh, and that's what we're looking for. So if you like this, make sure you share a review somewhere, share the episode. Otherwise, take care of yourself, be kind to each other, and we will talk to you later. Peace out.